This is Paul Nobles from eatperform.com and I am currently sitting here reviewing the Nano 6. And so if you're following on the Facebook page, I will um, not only show you images, but also add it to the images on the, on the eatperform page once we publish this podcast. And so um, there are some similarities to the five, but actually the differences are um, somewhat striking. And so I'm going to give you guys my first impressions. And, and by the way, it like I, uh, I said earlier, but you guys weren't here for that. It is 6.20 a.m. I am just coming back from Europe. I actually just got these shoes yesterday, walked around in them, and so... Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that experience and my initial thoughts. But what I really wanted to talk about was kind of the anticipation of this shoe and, uh, you know, ultimately how they compare to the five. And, you know, without mentioning the Metcon, I think that would be a mistake as well. So I'm going to talk about all those various things. And in the meantime, I will be drinking some coffee because I'm slightly jet lagged at the moment and uh, probably going to need it to get through this with having a clear mind. So let's talk about some of the things that are similar. Um, first of all, if you're looking on the Facebook page, you will see that there is still the, the Kevlar um, outside of the shoe. I think that, you know, once again, Reebok is sort of going with um, kind of the, the, the amount of wear and tear that crossfitters are going to put on a shoe and when I look at my Nano 5's which also have Kevlar on them those have stood the test of time so comparing those to the Nano 5 okay here was probably the biggest criticism of myself last year and uh, I would say the the criticism in general uh, the Nano 5 from an aesthetic standpoint really looked like a great shoe um, the things that they were able to do with colors and stuff like that were really cool um, I would say the criticism would probably be that the the sides right right up in here even though they they look the same um, there's a lot more give and so when they made the last shoe and like as I'm pressing on this heel you get really good sturdy um, type of, uh, of hold, right, that's going to allow you to work out well in the shoe, but it's not as rigid as the five. The five, you, you, it would kind of dig in a little bit. Um, normally, I wear an insert, and so I buy my shoes about a half size bigger than I would normally wear. These actually fit fairly snug. I, I wore them without a sock uh, just to see how they would feel, and uh, it, they, they were very comfortable. So my suggestion to you is that they actually might fit a little bit um, smaller. So that, that brings me to the comparison to the Metcon, okay? So the big thing that when I saw it, okay, I saw this kind of circular type thing right here. And I thought, wow, that's gonna, I'm not really going to like that. Um, as part of the design of the shoe. I think the other big thing is that where they had the, the five, 
now they have the, the new Reebok logo. And so the, the old Reebok logo, if you remember, it was sort of like a reverse slash um, compared to Nike. This is kind of the new and updated uh, logo. And, you know, you're still seeing like, for instance, the Kendrick Lamar shoe, which by the way is, is very, very cool. I think it's actually sold out. So um, I won't be able to get my hands on that, but, but that is going to be a shoe that is going to be really popular if they do re-release it. Um, if you haven't seen it, there it, it, it's basically, yeah, I mean, it looks circular um, when you see it. Like right now, you look at it and you go, okay, that's circular. But when you see it in real life, it basically is kind of the opposite of the triangle. And so the, circu the circular piece is not as evident in real life and I didn't think that I would like that circular piece um, I wouldn't say that I love it um, per se but it makes more sense when you compare it to the logo and trying to make the the shoe kind of you know fit right and um, when you compare it to the Metcon okay the Metcon definitely is a sexy shoe um, good-looking shoe by far here's the criticisms that I've heard to this point okay so people are asking me to hold it up if you look at the the bottom of the shoe um, what you're seeing basically is the same as the uh, the the nano 5 um, no one really ever had any issues with the base so I think that that was a good um, so let's see people are saying they can't see the shoe so I'm trying to hold it up let me um, Hold it up on both sides and then kind of give the um, the overall impression. Let's see. So Cassie's saying, how do you think it compares to the Speed TR? It looks a lot like it in design. Um, the Speed TR is really kind of a, a lighter shoe. This is actually, it, it's very light. Um, but the Kevlar is basically supposed to give you a little bit more kind of sturdiness so I, I would assume that this shoe would last you a lot longer obviously this BTR is going to be a little bit more focused on you know running wads things of that nature I would say you know when I first saw the speed TR I was like wow you know that is a new shoe you know the sprint as an example uh, I, I think if you haven't seen the new sprints you're going to be a little uh, surprised that at the new direction of that shoe I have seen that shoe I'm really excited about that that shoe the last two designs of the sprint I don't personally own them I did not like them um, and uh, I think that they've done a great job with the sprint and also the speed but the nano as you know as you know we keep talking about with the Kevlar is really more of a, the kind of shoe that you're going to beat on most every single day. And yes, this is the new Reebok CrossFit shoe. Now I don't have the other Reebok CrossFit shoes yet. Um, and I will get those. I have seen them when I was in France. Um, the speed, like I said, looks amazing. Um, the, the shoe that I think is going to blow everybody away is going to be, I think, in, in France, they called it the Combine. I think that they're calling it the Transition. 
um, in the US and in Canada. And basically what it is, is um, kind of a hybrid shoe that you would use for both weightlifting and then also for um, kind of minimal wad activities. So the, the whole idea was that it was supposed to be that, you know, the, the lifter was supposed to be that for all the other iterations. This sort of take things to the next level. I think that the people are going to love it, are going to just love the hell out of that shoe. I think that that's going to be one of the most popular shoes coming out this year. Um, I would say that the people that don't like it uh, would probably, you know, want more of a shoe similar to like the Speed TR or something like that, where they don't want kind of a bigger shoe. It looks like a midsole. I haven't seen it in real life, so I can't speak to that. I will get it, get it overnighted as soon as possible so I can do a review. Um, I'm excited. I'm mostly excited about that shoe. I'm also very excited about the Cushion 1 because I do a lot of rucking, um, some running, and things of this nature. Would this shoe be good for running? Um, as always, the Nano 6 is going to be fairly versatile. Uh, I would say... The minute I put this shoe on, it became my most comfortable shoe. The The shoe that I think it compares to the most, and once again, here is the example. Here is the Kevlar. Um, I really like kind of like this camouflage, almost cheetah look um, at the bottom. That's something that they were doing in the fives that I think um, people responded to and liked quite a bit. Um, so... How does it compare to the Metcon? So the criticism of the Metcon, I think, especially as you know, it sort of evolved over the couple of years. Obviously, Nike's going to put out beautiful shoes. You know, so it's a good-looking shoe, no question about it. How does it compare to this? Well, obviously, you know, Reebok is sort of all in on the making their shoes indestructible for workouts. What I've seen is that the Metcon does sort of get a little raggedy pretty quickly, um, which is to be expected, right? I mean, I think if you're looking at an aesthetic shoe, you're taking pictures of it, stuff like this, you would go, wow, that's a really good looking shoe. I have seen iterations of it that are a little bit more camouflage, more black and white. My guess is those do stand up against this, you know, um, or, or against a beating a little bit better. So the big differences between this shoe and if you look at the toe box, that's going to be the, the thing that tells the biggest story um, compared to the Metcon, is that the, the Metcon is much narrower, especially the, the Metcon 2. Um, that's the big criticism that people are making. Last year, they had sort of a limited release of the ones. Um, most of the people that like the Metcons were talking about the fact that it, it provided some stability. I think Reebok has answered that in spades with, with like the Kevlar and just how sturdy these shoes are. Um, but Nike sort of went the opposite of the way that Reebok went. And when I look at this shoe, the shoe that I compare it to the most 
is the the two, which frankly is you know still one of the most popular shoes. They still sell it. It's very popular. Um, the big thing that Reebok introduced to the equation was this wide toe box once again. And uh, is the tongue still attached? No, actually, that that's interesting. Um, you know, what's, what's interesting about what you're saying with the tongue being attached, uh, I, wish I, I wish I had thought to bring my, my fives um, as a comparison, but what, what's interesting about um, Tim Lee's question is that my wife, who has a little bit wider foot, she actually cut the, the inside where the tongue was attached. This... I'll see if I can pull it, but you can sort of see that it is stretchy. And so one of the criticisms that I think people probably had of the shoe last year, it was a little bit more inflexible. And now they've sort of addressed that with this more flexible um, inside. Like I said, if I was comparing this to a shoe, I would compare this to the two. Um, I would say that this is a little bit, you know, um, probably could take a little bit more of a beating than the, than the two can. Um, you'll see the two, like when I was in France, uh, I was talking to a gentleman who had on a, a Nano 2s and I asked him if he crossfitted and he said, no, he didn't crossfit. And so that gives you an, an example of how wide ranging that shoe is and how big of a market there was for that shoe. So for this to take kind of the best aspects of the five, basically being the, the base, that's another thing where compared to the Metcon, um, the Metcon has a little bit more of a design soul. And, and, and once again, I'm not, <coughs> I'm not being critical of anything. You know, I'm just basically stating the pros and cons of, of one thing. I know that, that people are gonna go well. One, you know, you're a big Reebok guy. Um, no question about that, right? There is a bias from my perspective. I think that Reebok is more all in um, as it relates to CrossFit, and I think that comes across with the shoes that they design. And so, I think that they're a little bit ahead of the game. Do I think that the Metcon is a sexy shoe? Absolutely. Um, but the question is, is are you looking for aesthetics or are you looking for a more useful shoe? And from my perspective, the uh, CrossFit shoes that Reebok's putting out is definitely better for CrossFitters. And it's going to address the needs that CrossFitters need more. Whereas Nike's a little bit more focused on LeBron James and Kevin Durant and all the things that are important to Nike, right? So when you look at where... Uh, you know, CrossFit sort of sits on the list of, of Nike, I would say it's probably fairly far down. And uh, currently you're seeing that the Metcon 2s, which they put out last year, they were sold out of the Metcon 1s. Obviously there was um, a little bit more of a limited release. They saw the popularity, Metcon 2s. Right now you can get Metcon 2s fairly cheap, right? And one of the reasons why is because I don't think that people are comfortable as it relates to wadding in those shoes all the time. Now, if you have a narrow foot, 
then it's a great fit for you. Um, for most people though, having a little bit more room in wads probably does make sense and is going to allow for a little bit better workout. Once again, not a criticism of Nike, beautiful shoe, whatever, but I'm just trying to kind of point out the differences between the two. When you look at how the base of this shoe, you know, if, if you can't see it, it's sort of rich. So it's basically going to dig in to kind of the ground. It's going to allow you a little bit more um, flexibility as it relates to running. And I think it's just got a little bit more grab to it, which I think is going to be popular. Now, the, um, and has shown to be popular, you know, in the Nano 5 versions. Um, the, what I think is going to be similar is the combine or the transition shoe will have a similar base. So for instance, um, I do see people talking about weightlifting, you know, so if you're weightlifting in a Metcon, people tend to like them. Um, and uh, I would say that if you're doing a little bit more than that, you might be critical. Are there going to be some people that say, no, I like the Metcons better for wads? Sure, everyone's got an opinion on that. My opinion is that, you know, Reebok has sort of been all in on CrossFit for a long time. You know, obviously Nike was a little bit late to the game, and so they're playing catch up. Nike always makes good looking shoes, so it doesn't, shouldn't surprise anyone that they make a pretty shoe. Um, do they make a destructible shoe? From my perspective and seeing people's net Metcons after, you know, a year, two years, um, they're not holding up the way that I think a Kevlar shoe is going to hold up. Obviously, I have my bias. Um, I'm also, um, I've had every shoe except for the ones, and I still wear all of those shoes. And so, uh, you know, keep that in mind as you're hearing this criticism. Are these better or worse or same as the TR? That's really hard to, to say because I think the TR really kind of took what they figured out from the needs for the sprint and the needs for, uh, you know, kind of a more universal shoe. Um, I think the TR, if you were asking me, I would say that the TR is a little bit better looking shoe, okay? Um, and if I was looking for an aesthetic, especially with the new colorways, I don't know if you've seen the new colorways, you can hit the link on here. And uh, there are a few colors, there are a few colors that I've seen that are coming out that are also gonna be pretty cool. Once again, the TR is really more of a shoe that is going to be not as universal, right? It's not going to have the Kevlar design. It's not going to be a shoe that you're necessarily going to want to beat the hell out of, right? But it is going to be a shoe. One of the things that I see with the TRs <coughs> and for myself, um, it tends to be a shoe that I might be walking around in a little bit more. Um, it's certainly aesthetically a very appealing shoe. Um, right now, there's more colors. You know, typically when Reebok releases a new Nano 6 or, or new Nanos, they're going to have, you know, four to five colors 
of men, four to five colors of women, and then they sort of branch out as they go. So what are they, are they better or worse? I would say that they're different. Um, certainly this is going to be the better shoe in terms of comfort I will say that I'm looking forward to wearing these today right they immediately have become like as an example and 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 once again you know I think when we look at people's biases and why they recommend something or why they don't you know I have been a big supporter of Reebok for a long time they've been a big supporter of my site but I've also been fairly honest, and I think when I say what I'm about to say, you'll understand that um, my criticisms are based in, you know, me using these shoes. Sorry, I know it's not great for the podcast to have a sip of coffee. But when I was in Europe, I wore my Nano 4s the whole time. I did not bring my Nano 5s. Because my Nano 5s um, are a shoe that basically kind of dug into kind of my ankle a little bit. Now, some of that's just like the way that I, you know, my body is compared to other people's body. But in general, that was a criticism that Reebok found a need to address. Once again, you know, the, the edges tend to be a little bit softer. Um, you know, I didn't even think about it until somebody asked the question but this stretchy inside is so so huge because in the fives it was more rigid um and when my wife ended up cutting through those um for the fives and it sort of released her her shoe open a little bit better right um they obviously heard that criticism addressed it and i think that that's that's one, you can look at, you know, what I'm saying as it relates to, um, you know, what is the truth, right, of how certain people react to these shoes and what makes something comfortable and what makes something not comfortable. Um, so to kind of recap, basically, this is going to be similar to the two in that, you know, all of the shoes have had a had a good toe box. Um, I would say the big thing, you know, the tongue does release. You can sort of see that you've got kind of a stretchier type tongue situation. That was a criticism of the five that they've addressed in the six. So I think that that's going to be fairly popular. Um, I think that, you know, maybe I'm just being petty, but I think this sort of circular... Thing that you can sort of see when you're looking at, at it in real life it doesn't look very circular it looks similar to small triangles being you know kind of juxtaposed against the the bigger logo and you know from an aesthetic standpoint I would say that that's not something that is visually appealing to me um, but I'm not as concerned about the visual appeal of this shoe, right? I'm not like, you know, it's not a fashion shoe for me. This is a shoe that I want to be useful. I will buy, you know, I have three pair of Nano 5s, one of which was given to me. One was custom and the other I bought. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think through um, the various shoes that I have. Maybe I only have two Nano 5s. Not sure. I'd have to go upstairs and check. But um, this is a shoe that I will be all in on, right? Because even though um, I might take a small issue with the design here, I would say that that's a personal thing. Uh, I would say in terms of the comfort of the shoe, in terms of just like wanting to wear this shoe, wanting this to be your shoe that you walk around in. They did a great job with the TR. They've done a similar good job with the Nano 6. And so from my perspective, you know, are these going to be shoes that I'm going to want to wear on a daily basis? I would say I probably relied a little bit more on my threes and fours and used my, my five for wads. Um, the, but there was always kind of a little bit of a discomfort factor that I think that they've been able to address in the Nano 6s. So hopefully that gives people a little bit more of perspective. I'll also be giving you guys reviews on the new sprints and the new um, transition or combines. I don't really know what that shoe is going to be called. I do know that there is another lifter. And if you look at CJ Cummings on, on uh, Instagram, he's been testing it for them. So that, that's kind of interesting. I can't remember. I, I, I wrote the name of it at one point, but once again, I'm a little jet lag. So remembering names of shoes is going to be a little bit difficult. So once again, this shoe is released on the 7th. I think that the people that buy it are going to really like it. It's going to become one of their better shoes. Um, they're going to wear them often, which I think is the sign of a good shoe, right? Um, the other thing that I think is going to be important as it relates to looking at the series of shoes that are coming out <coughs> is that Reebok is just really dialed in on the use of the shoe. The TR is obviously one of the more popular shoes that they've come out recently. <coughs> Excuse me. And they're just building off of that. You can custom the Nano 6s right now. Um, me personally, I probably like a little bit more of a, a black on black look. That's just my thing. Um, I also tend to like a little bit of a, a funky. So if I was going black on black, maybe like an orange bottom, you know, something of that nature would be kind of funky. But, you know, it's going to be interesting seeing the other colors as they come out. Usually there's one or two colors that really stand out in the first release and then they kind of just evolve as the year goes by. Um, there was an image of a brown bottom. Uh, I don't think I've seen that in the initial release, but we'll see in the next coming days. Right now, it's basically July 3rd. Everything is supposed to be released on the 7th, which I believe is Wednesday. Um, so be on the lookout for these shoes. Um, you can um, buy the customs right now by clicking the link. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, we are a Reebok affiliate. We do receive commissions. It's one of the ways that you can support Eat Perform. Uh, frankly, 
you know, the money that we make from Reebok is not overwhelming. It's not something that 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 we do, you know, that that you know is going to you know buy me a Ferrari as an example. It's really something that we've always done just because they were a supporter of the site early on. And you know, we like to support the people that support our sport. And I do feel like Reebok's still ahead of the game. Um, I feel like Nike doesn't have a great feel for the comfort that people need for these workout shoes. Once again, that's just my opinion. And my opinion is, of course, biased because I like these shoes. I wear these shoes every single day. And um, they're my go-to shoes even when I'm not doing wads, even when I'm just walking around. <laughs> Europe as an example. So I appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully this was helpful and we'll talk to you guys later.